Attention freelancers and solopreneurs. Freelancers and solopreneurs. You are tuning into The Remote CEO, a show that will help you scale your business, become the authority in your market, grow into a better leader, and create your remote empire. And now, your host, acclaimed business coach and entrepreneur, Denier. What's going on, CEOs? This is Deniero B, and you are listening to the Saturday interview episode of the Remote CEO Show. I always make sure to have the most interesting guests and ask them practical and actionable questions so that you can take that knowledge and scale your business with it. So if you do enjoy this podcast, I would love for you to leave a review on your podcast app. It only takes a couple of minutes and it will make a big difference. Now, don't forget that we do release the five-minute episodes every single day at around 6 a.m. Eastern time. So subscribe to the show and you will get bite-sized actionable content delivered for free to your device. Also, share this podcast with other fellow entrepreneurs, freelancers, and solopreneurs. You're on the rise, so it only makes sense that you share this journey with like-minded people. And don't forget that the more you talk about these topics with other people, the more you will understand them and make them part of your everyday life. And now, let's get started. What's going on, CEOs? De Niro B here with another episode of the Remote CEO Show. Today, I am here with Ruby Fremont. Ruby is a transformational coach and mentor for thought leaders who are ready to bring their mission into the spotlight. Ruby has helped hundreds of leaders activate their voices and gain the conviction to lead their purposes, landing them on podcasts, television, and the front pages of newspapers across the country. Ruby is the founder of the Thought Leader Collective and host of the Today's Thought Leader podcast. She has spoken on stages around the globe and was named an icon of influence at the 2018 New Media Summit and an inspirational woman by the Huffington Post. As an expert on leadership, personal growth, and entrepreneurship, Ruby has been featured as a guest on 40-plus podcasts, among them Addicted to Success with Joel Brown, which fetched over 3.2 million downloads. I'm honored to have her on my podcast, and I know you will enjoy this episode. Thank you for being here today, Ruby. I had a chance to read a lot about you and watched your videos and your story is very interesting. So can you give us a bit of a rundown of your early life and how you became a coach? Yeah, so I'll give you the nutshell version. Uh, so I was raised in a immigrant family. So first generation born, raised in Canada. And with that, uh, because of my cultural background, as a woman, I wasn't encouraged to speak my truth. I was um, led to live a very predestined path that really didn't fit with me. And so as I was growing up and rebelling against my parents and my culture, um, I started being shunned for using my voice or for speaking my truth or for expressing myself. And so I really developed a, a habit of hiding who I was in order to feel loved and accepted by the people around me. Fast forward to um, my 20s and 30s, I had repressed so much of who I was that I was experiencing deep, deep depression and anxiety. I was an addict and I was masking what I was really feeling in any way 
that I could possibly do that. And this led me down a deep, dark path um, of addiction, of abusive relationships, really struggling to even know myself because for so long I had repressed who I was in order to feel accepted and loved by others. Uh, when I finally hit rock bottom in 2012, that's when I had the realization that this the reason that I found myself here as an addict on, at rock bottom um, in a very abusive relationship wasn't because of my parents. It wasn't because of my family. It wasn't because of my culture or the people that I dated. It was really because of the choices that I continued to make in my life. Mm -hmm. And so that's when I realized that I did have a choice. And if I wanted to experience something different in my life, I needed to start choosing differently. Um, so I started on the path of personal development, uh, really threw myself all in. I didn't know what I wanted at that point in time. I didn't know what was possible, but I knew that I wanted to experience something different. And so from 2012 to about 2014, I continued to learn more about myself. I was prioritizing my relationship with myself and rediscovering my voice. And from there, I started sharing more online and, and sharing transparently about what I was going through, which um, created connection with a lot of people in my audience and people were reaching out. And that's when I knew, okay, there is a gift in this. There's a gift in transparency. There's a gift in vocalizing what we're actually experiencing and, and speaking mm -hmm. in our truth. And that's when I decided um, to go down the, uh, the coaching route and support people in this way, support people in finding their voices so they too can then lead their purpose and also lead lives that they truly, truly love. Mm -hmm. Very, very interesting. And honestly, you coach hundreds of people and you work with countless different personalities. But if you had to pin down a few limiting beliefs that your clients have, what would they be? Oh, I'm not enough. I mean, everything comes down to I'm not enough. Every, I'm not worthy. I'm not enough. Um, it comes down to the basic human need of of love and belonging because at the end of the day we all want to feel loved we want all we all want to feel accepted we all want to feel like we belong somewhere and so mm -hmm. the thread that ties a lot of my clients together is that piece and it can show up in multitude of different ways especially now with social media being the monster that it is making it very easy for us to compare ourselves to others um which can also then prey upon our that basic human need for love and belonging and so the clients that I work with are often um, the leaders who want to show up in ways that are more authentic to the are, but that requires diving deep beneath that I'm not worthy as yeah. who I am. Makes sense. Listen, uh, courage, persistence, and resilience. Can you tell us more about the breakthrough process uh, that you that you talk about? Yeah. So CPR, courage, persistence, and resilience. We need the courage. We need to tap into our courage and and. I want to emphasize this is something that we all have. We all have courage. It's just a matter of tapping into it and using it like a muscle. We need to have the courage to face our shadows, our fears, our demons, the things that are really getting in between us and what we want. And then we have to have the persistence to keep working through what it is that we're working through. Because just because you work through, let's say, the not enoughness right now at this stage in your life doesn't mean it's going to it's not going to come up again and again and again. So we have to be persistent at it. And then you have to be resilient enough to 
get back up when you fall because you will fall, right? Like failure is inevitable if you are doing anything. So you have to get cozy with failure and understand that you have another muscle in you called resilience that you get to tap into and use that to get back up and go after what it is that you want. Makes total sense. I really like what you say about courage. So everyone really should know that they have courage inside. Mm -hmm. they, they, they can be courageous. Do you find that a lot of your clients uh, didn't know that and you had to really dig in deep to find out maybe stories about their past where they've used courage and then they can tap in into those stories and, and, and really grow from there? Yeah, that, that's definitely one scenario. Another scenario is when maybe they never had the opportunity to tap into courage because they were always told what they needed to be or who they needed to be and how things needed to be done. And so it's about utilizing that courage for the first time and getting up to that point to, to actually use the courage. That's the toughest part because you're replaying all these old scenarios over and over and over again in your head about how you're not courageous. But once you do that thing, once you take that piece of action that takes you over that hump, you realize just how courageous you are. And then you get to continue flexing that muscle. Yeah, it makes total sense. Listen, I wanted to ask you about change, personal change, psychological change. And as a coach, how long does it generally take for someone, provided that everyone is different, but to become who they're meant to be throughout the process? Is it months, years? What do you find on average? I mean, it could be instantaneous. It could also take years. It could also take months. I mean, really what it comes down to is your willingness to let go. Because in order to uncover who you are, you need to let go of who you've been, the programming, the masks, the facades, the comfort zone that you've created, the safety mechanisms. So it has everything to do with how quickly you are willing to let go of, of the safety mechanisms that you've built. Okay. Makes total sense. Um, listen, I wanted to ask you about women in business. As you know, when I originally approached you, I unfortunately hadn't interviewed any women yet on my podcast <laughs> and it all happened so fast for me. We went through this. I don't want to go through it again. But um, when I realized that that was the case, I also realized that lots of men go through the same process, if not including women in corporate teams and in other situations. I do know that I have women listeners. So for women, but also men in general, everyone. Um, listening to the show in general, like what advice would you give entrepreneurs or freelancers that are trying to scale their business as a woman and getting into uh, the business world right now? Don't be afraid to speak up. I mean, I think it's important to mention that I called you out on that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. hundred <laughs> percent. Right. And, and not in a demeaning way. It was really just like, Hey, I noticed this. Um, but to the women listening, like speak up. You know, I work with men and women. Actually, 50% of my clients are men, 50% are women. I speak to audiences of men and women. And women can often be the underdogs. They, we can be, um, you know, our, our gifts can be downplayed. And that's why it's important for us to continue showing up and continue speaking up in assertive ways. Uh, not as if you have something to prove, but as if you understand and know your value. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Listen, can you tell us the biggest success story that you have helped create and how that success story has impacted your business and yourself as a person? Yeah. Um, so biggest success story, I think about a, a client of mine 
who worked with me for um, just over a year. And when she had come to me, she's from a um, very reserved cultural religious background. And she had just, um, she, there was two things. One, she knew that she had a greater purpose that she really wanted to lead. And two, she had literally just come out to her family um, about um, her sexuality. And that was not accepted in her culture, in her religion, or in her family. And so she was dealing with these two things. One is like, I need, I want the love and acceptance for my family. And two, like, I know I have a greater calling, but I need to heal this first. And so we worked on that and she ended up healing her relationships with her family, not by trying to heal her relationships through her family, but healing how she felt about herself, about what she had to offer, about who she was. And doing that inner work also helped pave the way for her purpose because at the beginning, she didn't understand what it was. She just knew that she wanted to be a voice for people like her. And so through our work together, she stepped into the role of being an advocate for the LGBT community in her faith and ended up being featured on the front page of newspapers and magazines, um, interviewing government officials um, and being featured in pride festivals. Like, she, I mean, she has created such a name for herself and it was incredible because all of it had to do with her really coming into her own voice makes sense super inspiring actually i see this thing about giving back a lot of people that overcome a lot of adversities i've gone through a lot of adversities myself and i find that people that are able to do that then they feel the need to give back like you are doing right now and you're creating this huge impact do you find that a lot of your um, coaching clients do the same once they reach a certain threshold of success, personal success and fulfillment that they want to turn back and, and help others? I think it's natural for anyone who feels that they have a purpose um, because our purposes are birthed from our stories, right? Like we'll, we'll overcome something and then we're like, oh my God, I know how to overcome this. I want to help other people overcome this so they don't have to go through the same pain that I went through, right? This is the same story that we all have, but for different purposes. And so, yes, all of the leaders that I coach and mentor have this, but um, the other thing is you don't have to reach a certain level of success to do that, right? Like you can serve people along the way. And for example, before I even became a coach, I was serving people that didn't even know it. I was serving people by sharing online and being transparent about my journey and creating those opportunities for people to feel acknowledged and seen with what they were going through. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's important to understand, yeah, that like you don't have to be at a certain level to just right. turn back and help people. You can just be one step ahead and show the way to the so people important. that are... Yeah. Um, listen, let's talk about uh, the internet because of course, you know, I have a podcast and it wouldn't be... A, out there if it wasn't for the internet and same thing for you your platforms are amazing but we talked about this double-edged sword you talked about the internet and social media as something that actually crushes some people that don't know how to use it so for those people that are consuming this content right now which is hopefully positive content of course so what do you suggest people do when it comes to social media how to use it how long of course there's no perfect recipe but what do you think is a nice balance between using it and abusing it 
Yeah. I love that you said there's no perfect recipe because there isn't. Um, but this is all about you being mindful and intentional about your use. So being mindful of the ways in which you're using it and why you are using it. And then being intentional every time you pick up your phone or open your laptop or go to your tablet about why you're using it. So, so, you know, how many times do we go to the grocery store and you're in line and everyone's on their phones scrolling, you know, or you're at a restaurant and you look around and people are with you know, groups of people or with someone else and they're on their phone scrolling. And so you have to ask yourself, why, why am I doing this right now? Like, why am I actually scrolling right now? And so some people use it as escapism, as a distraction from real life, um, or, uh, they unconsciously use it in ways to compare themselves or to see to see where they think they need to be. And so really start to be aware of all the reasons why you're using it and then be intentional every time you go on. For me, every time I'll go on a social media network, whether it be Instagram or Facebook, I will actually say to myself, my intention for going on is this. And that, that in itself has helped me cut down my time, right? Like my intention is to post this, so I, I'm gonna go in and out. Or my intention is to go back to my post and, and reply to all the comments, then I'll go in and out. Um, and then the next thing that I do is I take social media breaks regularly. So on the weekends, there's always blocks of time, sometimes 24 hours where I go offline. And then the evenings I go offline too. Um, you get to create your healthy mix of what feels good for you. But the moment you're on social media and you start to feel like crap, that's the moment you get to put your phone down and walk away. <laughs> makes sense. Absolutely. I really like that. You said you need to have a purpose. After you start doing that exercise, after three, four times you're picking up your phone, you realize that there's really no purpose other than right. just this compulsive behavior, right? Yeah. Um, listen, let's talk about your future projects. What are you working on right now So to get our, uh, our listeners excited? Yeah. So I'm currently, I currently have one big project that I'm working on right now. And it is my book, which is set to come out at the end of this year, 2020. Wow. Um, and it's a book on potency and potency's role in leadership. So I'm really, really excited about that. Um, for anyone who wants more information, may I share how they can get that? Yeah, yeah for sure. hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. So just text, um, book launch. So hashtag book launch to one seven eight one three three six zero one six zero to stay in the loop for the actual book when it launches. <laughs> awesome. Super cool. Listen, thank you so much for being on the show today. I know our listeners will want to know more about these topics, what you do, your projects and the book. So where can people find you online? Yeah. So you can find me on all social media platforms at I am Ruby. Um, Instagram is by far my favorite. So if you want to chat with me, hit me up there. Um, you can also go to my website, rubyframon.com. And then again, you can text me 1781-336-0160. Awesome. Ruby, thank you so much for having you, uh, for coming on to the show. And I can't wait to have you back in the future when the book comes out. Thank you. Awesome. And this is it for today, CEOs. Thanks for staying with us until the end. Can I ask you a big favor? Can you please leave a review? I know the podcast app is not super straightforward. So if you don't know how to leave a review, just DM me on Instagram at denierob, D-E-N-I-E-R-O-B. And I will send you the direct link to the review section and to show you my appreciation, I will answer any business question you ask me during that conversation. So thank you again, and I will talk to you again soon.